to a special True Respite Brewing Showcase episode of... Brutal Battle. So we traveled down to Rockville, Maryland with intentions of checking out True Respite Brewing. And when we were there, as we like to do with breweries we haven't had showcases for before, we picked up enough beers to do a showcase. So we'll give you a rundown on the info of True Respite. There's not a ton because they're only three years old. They were established in 2017. So this will be a relatively short episode, but we're going to try four beers. We're going to talk about who they are and everything and should be fun. Yeah. And obviously, since we physically went there and sat outside and ate and everything, or ate ate food that we brought of our own. Yeah. So we ate and had beers with our food. Bring your own food. We will talk about our experience there. So uh, let's jump into it real quick. Like I said, they're in Rockville, Maryland. They were established in 2017. And their co-founders are Brendan and Bailey O'Leary, who are married. So, yeah, let's start with the first beer then. And we're starting light. This is their in a 16-ounce can. The first three beers are in 16-ounce cans. Then the last one is a 500-milliliter bottle. And two of these beers we actually had when we were there. The other two we did not. So this is one of the ones we had. It is called Bear, as in the animal. And it is a Hellas Lager 5% alcohol. Mm, Very full. And one of the reasons we're starting light is we just did a two-mile walk. So it's nice to start light after that is what we have done. And I remember this being relatively refreshing. Oh, cat's on the move. She's trying to sniff my beer. She is. There's something about this this bear beer that she what really does it likes. Smell like? I don't know. She never does this with beers. No. Like she never she could always care less about beer, but for some reason, this beer in particular, she's like, I gotta I gotta figure this one out. Alright, you leaving now? Is it that time, Chloe? And there she goes. Okay. So what does it look like? It's very very, very clear. Yeah. Very yellow, very clear. Yep, very yellow. Smell-wise? Very hay, very honey. Mm Mm-hmm, definitely. Now, there's a little bit of a skunky-type note on the nose, uh, which, from what I remember, does not end up coming through in the actual flavor of the beer, but it's there, it's slight, thankfully. Um, I don't really like that, that smell in there, but... The other stuff is more pronounced yeah, than that. Yeah, I'm not picking up on the skunk. But yeah, a lot of hay, a lot of honey. Slight lemon with a little lemon peel to it as well because there's a slight bitterness in there. Um, smells yeah. good. But yeah, no, it smells good. It smells crisp, refreshing. Everything that a lager should be. It's a little creamy. Oh, yeah. I don't remember that aspect of it. That's good, though. I, li- I like that aspect of yeah. it. And it's got... That naked Cheerio finish. Mm-hmm. Like a li- nice, like, grain-type finish to it. It is refreshing, though. Mm-hmm. This Good. is one of the beers that I've had that... I, a lot of times when I have beers, like, I'll say they're they're crisp and clean. Um, this is actually refreshing at the same time. Yeah, you feel me on the creaminess? Yeah. No, I definitely do. There's, like, a slight creamy-type note yeah. to it, which I don't remember that when we had it when we were there, but it's nice with this beer. I like that. Um, Flavors-wise, 
What are you getting other than that kind of na- that grainy naked Cheerio flavor? I'm getting on the, the honey. Mm-hmm. I'm getting like the straw or the hay. So based off the nose, there is less of a bitterness to this than I thought there was going to be, which is interesting. It's usually the opposite. I smell less, and there's more to, to the bitterness. There's actually less bitterness, which I'm fine with. This, like, okay, this this will sound bad in a way. I could drink this like water. I really could drink this like water. And that's not a bad thing for me right now because I'm a little bit thirsty after our walk. Um, some people will usually hear someone say, like, they could drink it like water, thinking that it's like there's no flavor. But that's not it's the definitely case. a flavor. Yeah. There's a... There's good flavor to it, but it's not a lot. Uh, so to a point where, I mean, you could just kind of ignore this and just drink it as crisp, light, and refreshing like I'm kind of doing right now. I wonder why the name of this is in quotation marks. Oh, it is? Yeah. I didn't even... Oh, yeah. Bear is in quotation marks. Well, I guess maybe people define bears as different things. I don't know. Hmm. But there's a picture of a bear, like a grizzly bear. Yeah. Dude, I literally could slam this entire... 16 ounce or right now i mean it's only five percent yeah but i i I don't think i've ever experienced this with a beer before like where i feel like i could legit just like slug the whole thing really quick and i would be happy with it and you'd be happy with it yeah Uh, well yeah part of it may be my thirst level but and here we go we're gonna rinse so i'll be getting some water now but did you drink water since we came back yeah i did maybe not enough though i don't know but this is a nice lager. Yeah, it's I, good. I, I like it a lot. It. Yeah. I kind of wish we had gotten more. I definitely wish we had gotten more. But one of the cool things uh, about them is that you can, through the Beer Me uh, website, which we had a whole episode about Beer Me. This is the brewery that started Beer Me, by the way. Um, so go back and refer to the Beer Me episode about that website. And there's more information about True Respite and how they got that started. Um so they started that, and you they they will do shipping within Maryland. I think it's just within Maryland. They'll do shipping for their beers. So we don't necessarily have to go down. If we want more of this bear, we can get it yeah. shipped to us. Mm. Okay, so the whole story of True Respite basically starts with Brendan O'Leary getting into home brewing after he turned 21. And just kind of—that's like every story. I know that, every story. That's well. I mean, how? And that's else, how. I mean, that's how it should be. Yeah. How else are you going to get into it? You yeah. Know? I I would be leery. No pun oh, intended leery. here. Uh, no pun intended. I would be leery of the people who start a brewery after they have no experience with yeah. home brewing or anything, and are just like, I just want to have a business. Yeah. Here it is. Yeah. So I mean, it makes sense. Then he he pulled Bailey in who I think they were just dating at that time, pulled her in and was like, hey, do this, do a brew day with me. And she fell in love with the homebrewing process as well. Oh, really? Because apparently, from what I read, she really liked the fusion of art and science that went into making beer, which that kind of seems to be a theme with a lot of brewers as well, is like they like the creativity aspect as well as the scientific aspect of it all. So, yeah, that's cool. Um, they became basically enamored with also the craft beer culture and how different it is at different tap rooms. So they kind of started going out, going around, hitting as many breweries and tap rooms as they could and kind of just taking in their each individual flavor, not just beer wise, but, you know, environment wise. Um, so that was, uh, 
a lot of inspiration for them. And they actually, for a while, spent five years living in Denver, Colorado, uh, where they were just going around hitting up breweries and just, you know, taking in the unique experiences. So a lot of that kind of was taken and moved into their inspirations for how they created their brewery. Uh, I have a quote from their website. Uh, True Respite Brewing Company is the culmination of an ever-growing love of the craft beer moment. Creating these moments of true respite where great beer and a relaxed environment turn strangers into friends is our primary mission. Hmm. Which makes sense because when we went there, it was very relaxed. Everyone was very mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. It is that kind of like you can get away from things mm-hmm. type ordeal. And that is nice. And that's why they're called true respite because respite's basically being able to relax, take a break from things. So it's kind of like, hey, step away from life, all the stresses of it, have a beer, have this true respite. So yeah, I think that's cool. And that will lead us to our next beer. Pretty quick. Can we do this one next? If you really want to. Yeah. Sure, go ahead. I had the lineup differently, but, over, you know, We're going to change it up. Sure. We're going to do... Beck did an audible. Audible. <laughs> they all become blueberries, which is a blueberry lemon sour, which is 6.6%. And it has a picture of Veruca... No, Violet Boulevard from... Beauregard. Beauregard. Beauregard, yes. From Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. Turning into a blueberry. Love that movie. Amazing. I like the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory version by Tim Burton, too. Which we need to watch that. Yeah, I haven't seen that in a long time. 6.6% alcohol. Yeah, I said it. Did you? Yeah. Okay. Uh, And the rendering of of Veruca, or I'm sorry, of Violet is pretty good on that can art. Why would they have two girl names that start with the V in the movie? That's a good point. I hadn't really thought about that before. It's too confusing. Yeah. Yeah, but Veruca just sounds bitchy. Yeah. Like, Veruca sounds terrible. Violet. Well, Violet was terrible. They all were terrible. Yeah, but Violet was less terrible, I I'm would say. I'm hoping this will, yes, it's very pretty. The, this is the conversation that beers like this lead to. <laughs> When you reference movies like that, like, this is what people do. Okay, so here we go. Here you go. And it's so pretty. Yeah, it is. The The head that's on this is beautifully pink. It's like a very nice light pink. Um, and it looks like reddish pinkish mm-hmm. in color. Can't see through it, obviously, as you would assume, since it's got fruit in it. And this is one of the ones we have not had. Yeah, before. we have not had this one, which is why I was like, I... Cause it'll, the lineup was the two we haven't had were last. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want to wait. So this beer, when we got there, they only had two cans left for you to buy. And it wasn't even on tap or anything. So we got their last two cans. We kept this one. This is our one. And we gave our other one to um, Rich. Rich Smith, who's been on the show before. We gave uh, all the beer we got. We gave half to Rich. Yes. Yeah. We did a porch side beer drop off. Yes, we did. We've been and doing, he's been appreciating And it. he's been doing that to us in COVID time. So we've been yeah. doing beer drop-offs. Which, that's a really good way, honestly, to, you know, have make your friends happy and you guys can go back and forth. It's just fun to get a surprise beer drop-off. Yeah. It's awesome. So, what do you smell in this? Okay. Definitely the lemon. Yeah, the lemon jumps out first. Which I would assume, because that's an aggressive, sour And then smell. it's a, it's berry. It's nondescript berry, though. I don't yeah. think I could pick out the blueberry. And it's got a very, like, funky earthiness to it that you get from fresh berries. It smells tart. 
Definitely tart, yeah. And it smells like Naked Cheerios. Yes. Yeah, the Naked Cheerio notes definitely, definitely in there. It's less than I normally get from sour beers, but yeah, it's there. It smells good. Yeah, it does. It smells solid. Mm. Ooh. Whoa. That blueberry is way more present than I was expecting. It's good. That is awesome. See, usually when you have blueberry in beers, I like I taste it as a berry. But like this, I know it's blueberry and it's so vibrant. I can't remember the last beer that I had that had blueberries that was this vibrant with that blueberry flavor. This is really good. Mm. So Wow. On the podcast recently we had Union's Juicing Room, which is also a blueberry lemon sour. Yes. So how do you think this compares? I think this is a way more serious version of, of that same thing. Theirs was way more light and kind of, um, yeah, it was just lighter on flavor. Yeah, it was really light on flavor. This is way more aggressive with the flavor. And so I guess a, it would really In a just good be, way, though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It would be what mood are you in, really? Do you want to taste a lot more of that fruit? Do you want more of a sourness? Or do you want it to be way more dialed back and, and like, mellow? But this is... Yeah, I'm really, really digging this. I'm really digging this. I really like it. Yeah, it's really good. Wish we had more. Yeah, I know. But unfortunately, we got all I, they had. As soon so. as you cracked it, I was like, you know what? We're going to love, love this beer and be mad this is our only one. Well, we'll have to keep our eyes peeled for whenever they put more of this type of beer on. You know, maybe a different iteration of it. But I think we do need to talk about the that lemon in there is decently sour it's definitely mm-hmm. decently sour like i'm getting phlegm just forming oh, yeah. in the back of my throat it's more it's more sour than just tart but mm-hmm. it's approachable yeah it's not like rip your face off sour well it hits you hard up front and then it kind of uh like it lingers to a degree but lesser so than when you first taste it because then the blueberry kicks in right kind of like mellows it some there's a decent fruit backbone that kind of balances that out. Definitely. That's good, man. It's a little bit like a lesser version of a Warhead candy. Okay. Like more on the like real fruit flavor and a little bit less, you know, and mm-hmm. less sour. But it reminds me of a Warhead in the way That's that good. it presents. I love blueberry and lemon. It's such a good flavor combination. It is. Oh, it definitely is. That's a good beer. Nice. Okay, so a little more info. Um, they have a 15-barrel system, uh, which is three total vessels that they had custom-made. It's their own custom brew system. So what's custom about it is it, is it combines mash and louder tons into one thing, which is typically not the case. And this is to get the mash efficiency when they brew higher-gravity beers, like double IPAs and, like, Abbey Ales and stuff like that, so. Mm. I'm my thing. And then I also wanted to read off their site about their energy saving. I just took a snapshot of it because it was more than I wanted to hand write down. So, uh, they say on their website, we reduce our energy requirement when brewing back-to-back batches by preheating our second batch's brewing water with the outgoing post-boil hot beer in a specially designed energy exchanger at the outlet of the brew house. This reduces both the energy load of cooling the hot beer 
and the energy load of heating the cold water, thereby reducing our overall energy requirement. Interesting. There you go. I don't really know exactly what all that means, but it sounds cool. Yeah. <laughs> and then they have a little extra info if people want it. Uh, on opening day, our brewery's annual production capacity will be 2,000 barrels per year. Uh, this can be achieved by brewing 174 times a year. So. Okay. Obviously, they haven't changed that since they were about to open. Right. <laughs> because of what it says, but yes. Um, so, I'm going to stop it there, and we're going to do another beer? beer. Yeah. I told you there's not a ton. Wow. Okay. So, now this one, I'm a fan of this. This is this is the We've other one, beer yeah. that we had when we were there. Now, this is their Week Away, which is a hazy IPA. Now, people may be saying, Carlin, you hate hazy IPAs. Not this one. Yeah, I was... It's a thing where when we go to breweries, I'm like, Hazy IPA is popular. I feel like I always need to try one. So we tried this one, and I was like, this is... I'm not hating this at all. Like, this is pretty interesting. So it's this one's a 6.5% alcohol. So let's get into this. There we go. There you are, man. And mm. looks like not that hazy of an it's not IPA. That much, it's not that hazy, no. Slightly. Uh, it's very yellow. Very with yellow. a little orange to it. Smells like... I'm getting tangerine. Yeah. I could definitely see the tangerine. I feel like I get a little mango a as little, well. A little pineapple. I can see the pineapple, mango, tangerine... There's a little... Lots of citrus. There's a little bit of that kind of yeasty note that yes. you get with hazy IPAs, but it's not crazy. Yeah. It's very, very slight, that kind of bready, biscuity type note. And then it smells a little bit resiny, actually, too. Yeah. Which is interesting. I see that. Like, lightly resiny. Mm-hmm. Mm, it smells good. It smells light, though, at the same time, which I like. Mmm. And taste. It tastes like it smells. Mm-hmm. Um, it has like a full body to it. Yeah. It does. It's and like, it, It's like chewy. And it's much like in the smell, like there's a little bit of that yeasty quality to it, but it's very low. And that's what I appreciate about this beer. It's a little more towards a regular IPA. And I like that. Like, this is the type of hazy IPA I can drink and actually enjoy. I would buy more of this. I would 100% buy more of this. I enjoy this. Um, one of the other things about this beer is that the... Um, We'd buy more of all of these. Well, we don't know about the last one yet. Oh, yeah. But I know. Because we haven't had so, that one before. The three we've had. So, going between the nose and the and the flavor, I think there's more of that kind of mango coming through in mm-hmm. the flavor than it was in the nose. That tangerine, that pineapple, those are still there, but they're a lot less than you would assume based on the nose. And that mango's coming more to the front. Um, but it's good. But that little bit of, like, that light resiny note, it's definitely there in the flavor. Mm-hmm. Which is probably why you like it. Mm. Probably, yeah. And it's it's definitely more serious on the mouthfeel. Yeah. Definitely more serious on the mouthfeel. And I like that. I like it. I don't love it. I feel like I like it more when we had it, but that just could have been because we were just, like, day drinking. 
The other thing is you're probably not perceiving as much of the citrusiness because you just had lemon in that sour. So that's kind of why I had the tasting order the way it was. But that's fine. It's no big deal. We've had this before. We know what it tastes like. So it's not a big risk. Um, I was going to say one other thing about this. Oh, it's, it's, it has way more mouthfeel than I thought, but it's also light at the same time. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So I enjoy that. True Respite, good job on making a hazy IPA that doesn't suck. Because a lot of people are making ones that straight up suck. And it, and just so you know, it is an achievement that I'm saying I would buy it. It's true. Oh, and the other thing is, they they had other ones there. We tried two other hazies. They had another regular I, hazy IPA, and then they had a double hazy IPA. And we liked the week away most of the three. The other was the Beer Me Brian, and I think the other one was called, like, A Perfect Day or something. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we didn't really like The Perfect Day because it was a double, and it it got into that realm of... Hazy IPAs have a hard time holding up to higher alcohol. It just doesn't taste right. But the Beer Me Brian, we were like, yeah, we're down. We've enjoyed that enough. But we just decided we wanted the week away instead. Okay, so I already talked about the fact that they started Beer Me. Once again, I want to stress, if you want to know about the Beer Me website, which has become a big thing during COVID times and was an awesome thing that they did, listen to our Beer Me episode Rebecca did research on that and breaks everything down in that And I episode. think we called it True Respite. Respite. Yeah, True Respite. Yeah, because technically it said Respite, but I know a lot of people say Respite. So, and I did for a while, so. It's Respite. But yeah, but I don't care. If someone's talking to me and they say True Respite, I'm not going to correct you or anything. It doesn't matter. It's not that big of a deal. We all know what the word means. So now we're going to talk about our experience there. You want to take the oh. home? Yeah, it was, you know, we were trying to enjoy breweries that have outside seating. Um, so we made a trip down there. They don't have traditional outside seating. It's more just um, some chairs and tables in the parking lot, which is totally yeah. fine. Yeah. Well, and it works because they're in a, like, a, in uh office building park slash industrial park area. So a lot of that. Parking's not being used on the weekend. It's probably not being used during the week anymore either. Well, that's true. It's true. Um, With people working from home. But, so they just had some outside seating. They had some tents um, for some of them. I think those were in use. We kind of wanted to stay away from people. So we slept at a table. And then the guy who was working there was super nice, super friendly, very helpful. He's like, let me know if you need anything. And his name was Steve. Steve. Yeah. Insanely nice person. Very, very helpful guy. And so what you do is you sit down and you have a table number and you order your beer through beer me, Mm -hmm. which was super cool. So you just logged on to beer me and said that you were a dine in customer, ordered your beer and they just deliver it right to your table. And you could do the the eight ounce pours, or you could do four ounce pours, and then you could also add tip on there. And then they also had snacks that you could add on to it. And then they would just bring you your order because it then just sent like a notification to Steve's phone, and then Steve would go inside and bring all the stuff out to your table. It yeah, was awesome. I don't know if he got a notification or if he just 
consistently kind of went in to see if there were beers to be delivered. Oh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. We don't know. But anyway, somehow Steve, the magical beer fairy, showed yeah. up with beers for us. Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty cool. Well, and it's nice, too, because then you don't have the hassle of, like, we decided to get two more beers to try after we had gotten our initial bunch of beers. And then we were just like, oh, we don't do two more beers. You don't have to go with the hassle of, like, I got to get up, go stand in line, wait to get to the bar, and then ask for what I want. I just pulled out my phone, and I'm like, here, I'll order two more beers real quick. Do, 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 do. And then Steve brought it to the table. Yeah. Easy enough. I loved it. It was great. Um, So, yeah. So, it was a lot of fun. And then we bought the stuff to go, obviously, which we went inside to get. Uh, Although they were offering curbside. You could just put in another order as curbside through Beer Me, and they would bring it out to you. Just bring your car up. But we just decided to walk in with our masks on, and um, we talked to Bradley also goes by Brad, who was the bartender. Also a super nice dude. Yes. Super very nice. Very nice. Very helpful. So we got, obviously, these beers. And then we also got a crowler of oh, yeah. Beerio cart. Which is the reason we went to True Respite in the first place. Right. Tell them why. Well, we have been, since COVID started, playing online Mario Kart with Rich Smith and his wife, Stephanie. Every Saturday, either Saturday during the day or Saturday night, or sometimes Sunday if our schedules don't align. So it's been an ongoing thing, and we just had to get the beer called Beerio Cart mm-hmm. um, to give to Rich. So, and yeah. it's a stout, and Rich loves stouts. Yeah, and it was a stout with vanilla and almond. Um, I think it's it's. I'm going to read it as one of okay. the beers after we try this next beer. So I'll have that info okay. for it. But yeah, so it's we a got stout a, with we got a crawler of that. And all the beers here. And was there anything else that we got? No. That no, was that was it. Okay. We got the four-pack of the bear, the four-pack of the week away. It was only two of the They All Become Blueberries. And then two bottles of this last one, which is... It had it, to be you. It had to be you in a 500-milliliter bottle. And this is... This sounds very interesting. I'm very intrigued by this one. Bourbon maple syrup barrel-aged imperial brown ale... I'm sure people were going to say I was going to were thinking I would say Imperial Stout, no Imperial Brown Ale, with coffee, cacao nibs, vanilla, and milk sugar. This sounds killer, and it's 10.5 percent. Oh, okay. so a step, a big step up in ABV because these first three beers, it's pretty low. Anything else you wanted to say about our experience there? No, it was just, just it was, it was very it was like true respite. It was respite. It yeah. was a very nice, relaxing experience, yeah, and I I'd really enjoyed there. it. Yeah, I would definitely go back. And we will plan to go back at some point, I'm sure. And when we went, we also decided on a whim. We were like, wait a minute. Are there any other breweries that are not far from True Respite? And we found that that, that there were. And we also went to then Elder Pine. So we are also going to have a brewery showcase episode on Elder Pine coming up. Yep. And that one was also fun. Mm-hmm. But, I, wish, I wish we had more beer at Elder Pine. I wish we had, okay, this is, I do and don't wish that we bought more beer from both of the places. Yeah. <laughs> because now I'm like, oh. We just have to go back. Yeah. I mean, we, at the time we were like, oh, we don't want to spend too much because we were buying a lot, but we were giving half of it away. Yeah. So we'll just, we'll make another trip. We'll do it. Okay. It looks like a brown. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, it's just brown. There's a little bit of bubbles hanging out on the top, like medium size. It smells so good. It's, Whoa! You get that that's, bourbon. 
Ooh. Vanilla. And you get that maple syrup. It's so sugary smelling, though. Like, it smells so maple sweet. So, mm-hmm. for anyone who's huge into maple, Kyle Norman loves maple stuff. Like, he would smell this and be like, oh. Because mm-hmm. it's so, like, sweet maple smelling. But you, I get the bourbon barrels, too. I get the bourbon after that smell of maple. Oh, see, I get the bourbon first and then the maple. And I get the vanilla. I get the vanilla on the finish of each mm-hmm. sniff. It's a little burny. A little burny on the nose. Yeah, yeah. I can perceive, you know, a little bit that's higher ABV. But it smells good. I, I am smelling a little nuttiness on the nose as well. A you, slight nuttiness. Are you getting the coffee? No. I don't I think I do. I feel like I am. I, okay. I think I am sussing a little bit of it, yeah. little bit of it out, but it's being, st- like, tamped down a lot by that sweet maple. Yeah. So I'm wondering what the flavor is going to be like. I'm hoping the maple is not overpowering. The maple's very present. It's very I present. like it, though. I'm trying to figure this out for me personally because it's very maple-driven, and I'm not big on maple as a flavor. So I'm going to defer to you to start talking about it. I mean... You definitely get the maple. You definitely get the bourbon barrels. You get the vanilla. You get the caramel notes. The maple really hangs out in your mouth, it's too. It's pretty boozy. I don't... I'm not getting the cacao nibs. No, I don't get those at all. I get a little of the vanilla. I think there's definitely coffee on the finish. Like, when I'm kind of just tasting with the residue in my mouth, I'm getting coffee. Okay. Okay. But if I didn't know there was coffee in it, I'd say that's probably from the roasted... Like, the roastier malts. I don't know. I think it, I think it's more more than that, though. That heat's building a little bit from the alcohol in the back like of my it. throat. It is, if you like maple, you're going to like this beer. I mean, like, this would be, like, Kyle Norman would have a good time with this beer for sure. He would have a good time with this beer. <laughs> yeah. That sounds so dirty. I don't, I don't know what he does when he drinks maple. Like, he <laughs> likes it that much. I don't know where he goes and what he does afterwards. Um... I don't dislike it. I just, there's so like much, so much it's maple. Good. It's I not think, my thing. I think it's really complex and really well done. And I think it's kind of cool that it's a brown. It finishes. With coffee. Yeah, it, it is like now that I'm sipping it even more. Yeah, I am. I am getting the coffee on the finish, which is nice. And it's, it's interesting because it's slightly syrupy, but not as syrupy as you would think it would be. Being what it is and being the ABV that it is. Hmm. Yeah. And you can tell that it's brown ale. If I you like spend it. your time with it, you can tell that it's brown. Yeah. It's pretty solid. They did a good job. They did a good job. It's just not my thing. So let me go ahead while you continue to sip on that and uh, talk about the beers. So they don't have anything on their website where it's like, these are all the beers we have seasonally and these are all the beers we have year round. So I'm just going to go over at this time on, we're recording on September 27th. Uh, I will just talk about what they currently have on tap. And then they have like an uh, coming up um, section. So I'll talk about what they're going to be getting. So Scrum and Hooker, which is their nut brown. We tried that when we were there. That's a solid okay. brown. We we didn't want to buy any of it. But it did win a uh, Maryland Craft Beer Cup gold medal in 2018. So just saying. Uh, the Week Away Hazy IPA, which we had, 
Whitetail, which was their Hefeweizen. We did not try that. Balance, their Tangerine Goza. We did try that. It, it was, was okay. Yeah, it was okay. I, 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 wanted, I wanted it to be, to have more body to it and to be a little more, like, more Tangerine yeah. driven. It just seemed very light, like, too light to me. But, you know, is was Beer Me Brian, which was Hazy IPA. We had that, enjoyed it. The Perfect Day, which was the Hazy Double IPA, which we were like, eh, Double IPAs and Hazy, not so good. The Bear, Hellas Lager, which obviously we just had. The Birio Cart, which is an Imperial Stout brewed with vanilla beans and roasted almonds. So, I, is that what you said? I think so. Okay, yeah. Uh, Falling for You, Spiced Apricot Sour. Oh, they didn't have that when we were there. They didn't, and that sounds good. I would like that. Hoppy Little Accident, which is an Imperial Brown Porter brewed with cinnamon. Um, we did have that one, and we were... It was an interesting flavor to that. It was a little confusing, because it was an Imperial Brown Porter. So it came off more as like an Imperial Brown Ale, which, you know, Porter and Imperial Brown, you know, close. Uh, and it, it was just a little confusing because of the notes of being like a porter or an imperial brown ale, but then also being more hopped than usual. So it was a little confusing. It wasn't bad. We did enjoy it, but we were just like, eh, I don't know if we want more of that. What Maryland does, Hazy Double IPA is another one. They didn't have that one. We did not have that one. Uh, then coming soon, Lagerhosen, which is a Meritzen. Brew for Bam, which is a hoppy lager with 15% of the revenue being donated to the Brewers Association of Maryland. Hmm. Cool. Cool Kids Wear Masks. Mm. That's a nice name because people should be wearing masks when they're out. Otherwise, you're being selfish. Um, Cool Kids Wear Masks, Hazy IPA. Uh, Stroke of Midnight, Imperial Pumpkin Spice Porter. Oh, that could be good. I do want that. I know you want that. Uh, Brewed with pumpkin, cinnamon, nutmeg, and cardamom. Mm. Yeah, you want that. Cowboy hat, I want this. West Coast IPA, mm. my favorite type of IPA. So I think we're going to have to go back. Um, Bobcat, Tomave Pivo, which is a Czech-style dark lager. Mm, that I could do be dig. good. I dig on some dark lagers, so I want that. And then Just Vote, Please, another great name for a beer. Hazy IPA. Cool. And I would try that because, based off this week away, I can be down with your hazy IPAs, True Respite. Thank you. All right. So final thoughts? Good. I think they had a good lineup. Yeah. I think everything we had, I thought, was at least good, if not really yeah. good. Totally. Totally. I'm going to have to retry one beer to figure out my ranking here. <sighs> okay. Here we go. Retry that. Do you need to retry any? I don't think so. Okay. Got it. Mm. Yeah, that's... Okay, I'm retrying the bear, that house lager, and I'm hydrated enough right now, and it is not just me needing to drink more water. Like, I could slam this thing. Okay. I get, Like, it's so easy. Yeah. Okay. All right, do you want to go first? Sure. Go ahead. So my number four is going to be Week Away, the okay. Hazy IPA. Got it. 
My number three is going to be It Had to Be You, okay. which is that bourbon maple syrup barrel aged imperial brown ale with coffee, cacao nibs, vanilla, and milk sugar. My number two is going to be Bear, which is the Hellas Lager. And my number one is They All Become Blueberries, which is the Blueberry Lemon Sour. Okay. So my lineup or my ranking is the same. Oh, really? Yes. Exactly the same. Now, people probably would have assumed that I would have put the um, It Had to Be You last, but I recognize what it is as a beer and how it's executed. So... I would put it ahead of you Week would, Away. Really? Yeah. I thought so. you would have put Week Away before. No. So, um, yeah. So, exact same ranking. That doesn't happen that often. That doesn't happen that often. <laughs> Normally, we're like one off. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, awesome. True Respite. Thank you for the hospitality while we were there. Thank you for creating Beer Me. That's a big thing. Yeah. Because it's been awesome. We used it a few times during the worst parts of COVID, which unfortunately may be happening again. Uh, so maybe we're using it again, but we will come back and visit. Yes. And try some more brewskis. We're, we're down. But thanks for checking us out. Do you have anything else to say? Uh, check us out on Instagram, yep. Brutal Battle Podcast. Yep. Um, you'll get pictures of um, intermittently what we're drinking, when we're out and about, and um, pictures of the beers for the podca- for the weekly podcast episodes. Yes, and please rate it, rate and review us on whatever podcatcher you're using. Uh, iTunes would be the most helpful for us if you could do that, please. And then just word of mouth. You know, just tell people, hey, I listen to this podcast because that's the best way to get us out there. We've been doing this for like eight years, man. Yeah. it's It's been fun, though. I, I still look forward to doing these episodes. So keep putting out good beers, all breweries out there. And until next time. Keep it brutal. Yeah.